record him. Right, so welcome to the Bear Tiger Pod. I'll do some intros. <laughs> Sipping on the beer down the end there. James Slate. How are you, mate? Pleasure to be here. Mark Raven. Hello. And Joshua White. Yo, yo. So we had a nice little day. We had a little on-course challenge. How did you guys feel like it went? Terrible. Ah, oh, I don't know. I enjoyed it. <laughs> it was good enjoyed fun. It, yeah. So the challenge was, uh, it was kind of the first day filming uh, for our upcoming YouTube channel. And we decided to do a Texas scramble. And the challenge was, was to shoot six under for six holes at Kingswood Golf Club. And it's probably safe to say it got to off to a slow start with a drivable par four where we made par. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think we went out the uh, doors a bit early. I think we should have gone with four. And if we got six, it was like really good. Yeah, well, we were professional <laughs> golfers. We should have oh, no, <laughs> step up. I went, I, I went first, went safe with the hybrid and wanged it out of bounds. <laughs> 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 Laid the pressure on to everybody else. And then we did kind of get a little bit of momentum up. Yeah, we did, yeah. Yeah, we, uh, and then we stumbled again at the third. We were all missing the green at the par three. Third was a tough hole yeah. today, though. Yeah, it was. It was. Mm. did get a little slow out there. And then Birdie, you know, good drive down the par five. Probably worth noting that Josh really, oh, really my. stepped on one down the par five. Here we go. And he was, we come off the tee, goes, yeah, I've got that one. That's going to be miles down there. <laughs> and then he was about 40 yards behind me. Yeah, so. but why? Why? Zane? Look, I don't know. Why? I don't know. Maybe you've not been playing very much recently. Yeah, you've yeah, not quite yeah. got it like you used to. That big but yellow yeah. mark on my ball. But he was 10 yards still in front I of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you've got to take something from that, I guess. So then uh, we proud. had a... I'm proud of you, mate. So we, we finished, what, four under for the six holes? Four yeah. under. So the good thing is, is we've, on that challenge series, we started really low and slow, so it can only get better yeah. at that point. Should we just have a little tot-up of the, of, of the numbers for the shots of how many shots counted per person? I think that's also worth revisiting. Um, <laughs> it's been a very good day the for MVP. me today. Yeah, yeah. MVP. Yeah, uh, Nigel, you had the numbers. What, what are the numbers? I do. There were a couple of times at the past we didn't count them because you all had them. In okay, the yeah. so tap-ins didn't count. Main shots that counted. Main shots counted. I think Zane, you contributed five. Think. I, so Zane, five. Contributed five. Think. Yeah. Yeah, yes. I was here. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it was five. So Zane five. Josh was four. Mm. Josh Joshua was four. Mm. Yeah. Mark was three. Mark Raven was so three. A contribution at very least. And uh, did, did you have a fourth one? <laughs> <laughs> he did turn up. Come on, James. Wow. Zane, how, how many wow. did you um how many did you contribute on? Well I hit every single shot you hit. Uh, you just only <laughs> chose to take two of mine. <laughs> <laughs> a bit bitter, isn't it? <laughs> it was, he, right. You saved us on the par three because we were all over the place. You managed to hit the fringe there. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That was quite. That was very helpful. And we did. Um, we did also roll into another challenge at the end, which we'll get to at the end of the podcast. Mm. Um, sadly, sadly, <laughs> not giving anything away, Mark. Okay, so we're going to have a little roundup of this week's uh, golf tournaments that we've watched on television. We had the PJ Tour at the Whistle of the Travelers Championship. Then we had the BMW. BMW International in Germany on the DP World Tour, and then there was a women's major, the KPMG. So let's uh, let's let's start with the PGA Tour event. It was an interesting one. Week after a US Open, um, good golf course, which it's kind of got to be a good golf course week after a major. Otherwise, you know, good players don't turn up, and it's you know can lose a bit of interest. Um, but it was it was an interesting tournament. Xander Schauffele was the eventual winner. Good to see him get his first individual win this year because he did win with Patrick Cantley 
uh, at the Zurich Classic in the pairs event, which I don't know, what do you guys think? Do you think that's, does that count as a real win? It does go down as a count as a real yeah, win, but what, what's, your, what's your takes on that? And I don't think he'd won since the Olympics before that. He? He'd, he'd had a, he's had quite a long break from the winner's circle, even though he's had buckets of top fives yeah. and tens. I think 2019 was probably his last win, and then he obviously gold medal, didn't he? Yeah. But what's your what's your take on the, on the is, is the pairs event a real win? <laughs> Josh, go on. Yeah, I'll, I'll say it is. Yeah. I'd say it is. I think does it go down on the stats on the PJ Tour as well? It does, yeah. yeah. It's a full win, gets full points, money. Yeah, I everything. think it does. I, I don't know if um, if you're talking to your pals or if you're doing an interview with someone or something like that, and someone says, "How many wins have you got?" Do they include that? It's a tough one. Yeah. Isn't yeah. It? So what, what, what would you so, do? Yeah, what would know. you do? I would, I would include it, hundred percent. You take yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the wins a win. Feels the same. Definitely, yeah. the feels the same. Even though you're a pairs, you know. Mm. Well, still the top players in the world, and you still got the ball in first, didn't you? Yeah, challenge, James. Yes, yeah, a win, hundred percent. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not having it. It's, it's, it's not a real <laughs> win. You got a partner, you know, you could duff it down the last, and your partner get, gets you out of out of jail. It's, it's obviously, a, it's a really nice week, isn't it? Um, but I don't know. Does, does did they win that event? It doesn't have the same feel as a real PJ Tour win. You do, you, you wouldn't if you had to choose. You choose to win on your own. Oh yeah, I yeah, think of yeah, course, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, you, everyone's their own opinion. It's cool, but yeah. yeah, don't have to agree. That's, mm-hmm. that's cool. That's cool. So um, yeah, so I don't. Know, did any anybody watch it? I was watching it because I was obviously covering the event. So I've, I've got all the ins and outs. So I'm going to put it on you guys. I, I'm going to say you probably didn't watch it. I don't know. I watched a little bit of it. I watched actually the the main part of what I watched during the week was R- Rory when he made the turn and it started to go wrong for him. And I, so I stuck on that for sort of three or four holes and. Uh, yeah, that was that was strange. I don't think I've ever seen. Well, I've seen Rory play some some funny golf, but that was definitely that sort of three or four hole period where he made the couple of doubles. Yeah. He made the eight. No, sorry, he made a quad. He? Yeah, he what, made yeah. a quad. Was this in the third, that uh, was the second, second round. round. Second so round, the yeah. back nine of the second round, he yeah. was flying. He was three, three maybe four ahead when he made the eight. Yeah, after after shooting a sixty-two in the first round. Yeah, yeah. So flying, flying, and then was he leading know, or was someone nine? He was tied to the lead. Right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, at when he made the eight. No, because he he shot eight under this past. Sorry, yeah, after the first round. Yeah, two yeah, sixty-two yeah, yeah. in the first round. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but second round, absolutely flying four clear, and then, you know, quad, and then the part. following round he had a bucket of doubles, didn't he? He had a couple of doubles, didn't he? Uh, on the back nine, on the second round, he had a quad on on twelve, I think it was yeah. around there, and then followed that with a double uh, a couple of holes later, and then. Yeah, and they had a very quiet weekend. But I think the Saturday didn't he have a load of bogeys, but still shoot level or something. He did. He he was still in contention on the Saturday. Yeah, mm. needed to get to, off to a fast start, and then he get he got to the second hole, which is kind of drivable for him, and he hit like a necky pulley driver that hit the tree like sixty yards off the tee, dropped down in the heavy rough, then like uh, then fastened it left, and then into another bad spot, then hacked it out, and then he ended up making quite a good double in the end. Right. And obviously for someone like Rory, you know, he likes to really get on it and go after it, and yeah. that's not the start he's looking for. And also, um, you know, he's had, a, he's had a busy few weeks. I was going to say, do you mm. think he gets too much stick? I think, well, he's been playing really well for a while. Yeah. He won. Then he kind of, you know, he was in the mix a bit at the US Open, and then on top of that, off the course, 
he's he's really the, the talisman spokesman for the PGA Tour, yeah. and he's taking all that heat. You know, there's a there's an argument to say that he's kind of been doing the the PGA Tour commissioner's job. You know, dealing with the press and and throughout that as well. Obviously, Scheffler's been number one. He's he's quite a way clear now, but he's climbed up to number two in the world, isn't he? Throughout all of that period where he's been under the spotlight. Yeah, I was going to say Rory is the second out of all the four majors. I think uh, Fitzpatrick was first, was he not? And then Rory was second for the lowest scores. So you yeah, and I, and I think I think that from from watching the golf, it just kind of weighed on him that he he just looked out of energy. Really, I don't yeah. think it's anything to worry about coming up to the. Up to the Open Championship at St Andrews. I think he just he just needs like two weeks cool. off. Is he playing Scottish or is he bombing it? Uh, I would say he would be. I don't know. I would say he probably will support it because that has been, which we'll get onto in a second. That's that's really been decimated mm. that field, just recently. So yeah, so it was good to see Xander, Xander Shoffle win again. Um, would you guys? He's a top player, actually. I, I think like he, I, just, I think he's always in contention, isn't he? He just didn't maybe win enough, but I think it's good that he does win because he's that good. He took a long time this week, I thought. It was quite hard. He took quite a bit of time over his shots. His process and his putting is really that, long. Um, yeah. You're right, Josh. And he did that when he... They really highlighted that when he played with Cantlay. Because like, when you are playing in a pairs event... You Cantlay's kind of, slow. Yeah, and they really they really hammered their group because they took their processes and stuff. You should be yeah. quicker because your, your partner's already shown you a line or yeah. you're talking. But. S- slow play was a real feature of the weekend. It was. As probably well, cover later on. But Cantlay and Shoffley played together for the last two rounds and they didn't... They, they kind of... They weren't, they weren't too bad, but yeah, these pro Xander Shoffley processes over his putting are really slow. But he's actually worth looking up at his coach, Derek Ueda, who I know from back in the day, um, Asian Californian guy, he's his putting coach. And if you get a chance, go to his um, Instagram, Derek Ueda Golf, and um, you'll see him in his garage with all these top PGA Tour stars. It's fascinating. He, get, he coaches all putting on a putting mat <laughs> in his garage, you know, with his like net in the background and like with all these toolboxes and whatever. It's, 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 a, worth, it's a worthwhile follow. He's a good guy. So yeah, it was good to see Xander win again. Moving on to the BMW International playoff between Thomas Peters and uh, Hao Tong Lee. It's good to see Hao Tong win again. He's had a tough time, hasn't he? Some celebration yeah. on yeah. the last. That was pretty cool, seeing the emotion. And did you see his interview? I didn't. It's n- another yeah. one worth looking up. He swore twice. <laughs> his oh, no, I, saw, yeah. I saw the clip. Yeah. He's some boy, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. he is literally. It's like hobbies, video yeah. games. He, re- he really highlighted the depths of despair he'd been in recently, hadn't he? Yeah, About he qu- quitting the game, yeah, and that's right. et cetera, I think et he's a member at Wentworth, actually. He's up there a lot. If mm. not, he's... You, just you should be pretty annoyed if he's if he's not a member and he's just rocking around hitting balls when you paid all that money to be a member. I know. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, sir. Are you a member? Yeah. <laughs> oh. How many, how many cuts it? was it he missed beforehand? Oh, it's a, a lot. lot. It's a lot, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, 14, that. 15. I, we played with him. Well, I played him a few times when uh, James and I were down in Dubai and we used to play the Lions Den at the Els Club, which is yeah. a bunch of good players getting together for money games three times a week. <laughs> and he would come he would come down, his daddy would caddy for him. I, you know, I got to play with him a couple of times. <laughs> and he's he's a complete nutcase. He has he's, some massive numbers, didn't he's, he? He's great fun, and he's, he's, he's like a child, really, just messing around all the time. <laughs> and his dad's there keeping him serious. And he's obviously got bags of talent, but he just, like, it was right through the middle when he was kind of lost, and he just... You just hit some of the widest drives yeah. you'll ever yeah. see. Like at the Ells Club, the you know the um, it's about the thirteenth. You know you go you drive off the back of the par five. That's thirteen. Then fourteen. You go under the bridge. Yeah. You got that par four, the fourteenth, 
And we get on there one day and he's like waiting for the green. Like, what's he doing here? Like 370. And he just unleashed this drive, like nothing you've ever seen before. And the guys were still on the green. This ball just rolls up to eight feet. You're like, that's, that was insane. <laughs> that was so good. And then fine, like makes the eagle. Oh, this is cool. He's playing really well here. And then we get to 16, which is drivable. We know the short path yeah, for, yeah. it's like 330. So he hasn't got to send it, but he's just got to get one for him, just a normal drive. And I've just, he just hit this drive and it just started about 60 yards right and cut about 30 yards and it went in someone's house. <laughs> it was just the widest goal shot I've ever seen. He just, I just thought, man, this guy's lost. Like he's hitting such good shots and out of nowhere. This you can see the lost. ball was going in the air and you can see he was like, I don't know what happened there. There was, it was um, is it five, the first par five? Um, you know, with the dog leg right to left. And if you get up to the apex, you can get on. Mm. And someone was saying like he was aiming to take the complete corner off and they were in his group. And he's like set out to hit what, and he, he he cleared the villas on the right hand side. Like that's how wide yeah. he sent it. Yeah, he just walked off the course. I think a couple of times. Just, he had a couple yeah. of mid eighties, didn't he, in the den? Just just amazing, really, that he yeah. was in in that place. Because previous to that, he was obviously contending in majors. Yeah. Went to that place, and now he's pulled it back. He's he's seen it to three different coaches, and he's come back, and he's he's a winner again. But it just shows you when a player like that, when when their game is in shape. They've got the mentality to make the most of their game. He's been when starting it, to come back on. this year, isn't he? Like, I think you're right. Well, there's there's only been a couple of finishes, like outside miscuts. Honestly, from what I saw recently, I think there were only two. Weren't yeah, there? He, yeah, he got in contention a, f- a few weeks ago. He was just like scrambling around, like climbing yeah, up through the board f- on the I think final he day. Come 14th. Yeah, and then obviously he started this week minus 10 and just added, didn't he? Yeah, just, just returned it on. It would be interesting to see actually um, where he, if he presses on from here. Mm. He's obviously changed coach a couple of times. Interesting to see. Now he's practicing at Wentworth, and maybe that's helping him. I think he's, he's, an, he's tailor-made player, so he's in the uh, performance studio all the time. Have you been in and had a little tweak with his clubs? No, I don't like tailor Suggested he puts an advantage red or something like that into his, <laughs> into his three-wood. I'll tell you, um, just talking about equipment, though, um, <laughs> a, a spe- like, funny you mentioned, uh, Thomas Peters, ever since he signed for um, Titleist, has been really trending in the right direction. He moved to Titleist at the start of the year, one second week out, and he's been there or thereabouts all the, all yeah. this season, really. He's been good, hasn't he? Yeah. Also Golf ball change. Chip in on the chipping green cross-handed. Really? Yeah. Is that just practice? Practice, like, yeah. but still. Copying Fitzy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we need to talk about Fitzy when the US Open, don't we? Mm. We need to get on that. And then, obviously, we're going to mention the, the women's major, the KPMG, which was won by Inji Chun, who's on here, which was her third third major did you cover, cover that there. no i didn't cover that that was on that was on sky this week i was working on one of the other five companies i work for <laughs> on that sort of stuff um but yeah obviously we're, we're following it on the in the in the in the socials and the bits where we we could we could you know, had a bit of a break and uh obviously just following lexi thompson was yeah. the one who would look like she should win it unbelievable talent um and just has this like complete block when it comes to putting yeah. She hits it absolutely miles. You can ball strike her way around, but then all of a sudden gets to three feet and Struggles. can't get the ball in the hole. To be fair, she's got that. I was at the Ladies British Open at, um, at Woburn and we was in the players' lounge and when she walked in, she did have that aura about her Lexi that yeah. people sort of turn around and have a, you know, they know she's in, in the building. But, yeah, like you say, struggling with the... With a short stick. Yeah, I mean, and it's just going on forever, hasn't it? Like, this has mm. been the story for so long for her. 
And as the years go by, it just becomes more and more of an issue, it seems like. And and more and more people get on, like we're saying here, like get on her for it. It's, it's, it's such a tough place to be. Do you think it's because she puts of a glove on? I reckon it could be. <laughs> It could yeah, be. It I could reckon, be. I reckon like, when they do the weight balancing of her putter, they're not taking into account that, the glove. That could be it. I mean, can you name a uh, a good putter that keeps the glove on? Chevy Chase. <laughs> <laughs> Other than Chevy Chase. No, no, no. Trevino no, used no. to putt with a glove on. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. I think it's Nicholas used up. to putt with a glove on for a while. Sometimes yeah, but you're going back. At, you're going back at fifty years. They're still, still good putters. putters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll be fair to him. <laughs> we'll give him that. But as bad as she is, she probably needs to try taking it off. But what do you do? Like, I, I mean, reckon she'd have an outrageous tan line now. She takes that glove off. Imagine she's been on tour for ten years, just getting baked in the sun with a glove on. Does that, yeah. She must have perfect Fantastic. skin underneath her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what have, have you boys ever had any kind of putting issues where you thought I need to try something different or do you or yeah go on I hit a 10 foot pass at Wisley for six months and you told me to go and get a lesson about it yeah that was awkward <laughs> yeah but but what was what was the difference what did you do to because you because you're now a good putter at that time it was almost guaranteed you'd have like you know a handful of three putts whereas yeah. now you're a good putter what did you do to go from being where you were to took you know, all yeah. of the um technical mindset about it out of it and just went down to pure performance which was just line length and um and pace that was it um and and just so walked a putt out understood how long it was understood my start line and just tried to hit it on that line at that pace that was it and then i, d I don't think about technique at all on the course so you pace out your putts Every, you have an yeah. idea of how far away it is yeah so jamie donaldson at aim point told me to to do that as part of aim point express so you go halfway Two and a half feet per pace. So, um, and then you're thinking 20 feet, you do your aim point, it's two fingers left, and then you just try and hit a 20 foot on that line. Big props to Jamie Donaldson. Yeah, it's a good guy. But it's good though, but you found a system that works for you that's, you know, stood you in good stead for a few years now. You, yeah. You're not hitting it 10 feet past anymore. <laughs> no, no, exactly. <laughs> I get in a dustbin lid more often. Um, and it's quite quick as well. I think when I was thinking about technique, I was like notably becoming a slow player as well, which is also getting in my head. Yeah. But by now it's we really enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> by now it's kind of like really sped me up on the green. So, yeah. I'll just buy a new putter and just get a new honeymoon period. And just um, that's that's how you roll with it, yeah. yeah. And what, but you've had a few different grips yeah, I've in got your time. Claw. Cross hand. When we first met. Cross hand, yeah. Um, but I just think them uh, things that you just feel comfortable with on the putting green and then you take it to the course if it works. Then. Do you have one, one of those grips that's worked best, better than the others? Conventional. Uh, yeah, conventional, yeah. Always comes back to that. What is that, do you think? Pace, get better feel. What about claw? <laughs> Claw's good for me. Um, longer putts, which is weird because a I lot find of people odd, say yeah. it's the other, the other way around. Right. Yeah, but for me, long, for I think it gives you a bit of flow to your yeah. stroke. Yeah, I think it does. Yeah. But um, conventional now. Yeah. It's working. And Mark, you're quite a good putter, aren't you? Yeah, I've, I've never really struggled. Obviously, I've I've had phases where I haven't putted so well, but I've never never been at a point where I've been sort of desperately searching for a solution. That's been more my short game um, at times. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I've always felt pretty good. Do you think that comes down to obviously being a very good caddy? Like you're naturally a good green reader, right? I, I think I'm lucky in as much as I can read a green. Like I, I see it and I've never questioned, I've never tried to read too much into, uh, like I have done the aim point stuff, I understand it. 
but that doesn't necessarily work for me. I, I just see it, and I think I'm fortunate in that in that regard. Mm. So yeah, and um, I uh, yeah, technically I don't focus too much. I, I spent a bit of time with Phil Kenyon, so I've done a two or three sessions over my career with him, and it was really good information. Very very simple stuff. What sort of stuff would, he, would you have worked on, or, the, or did he tell? What do you feel like you got out of him? What made you a better putter? So we worked on eye dominance and um, dominant hand. So just again understanding that stuff and taking the uh taking the let's say the bad hand or the bad eye out of the equation uh simple setup stuff like length weight etc and we did a bit of tempo stuff as well so phil's got this really good sort of led uh light and uh, sound uh, so he uh, like a metronome so he can set the light and the sound metronome to a pace that he thinks will work for you and um, we did a bit of work with that. So I've got the sound file on my phone. And I used to pre, pre-round, I used to just three or four minutes, I'd be putting around the green with the sound file um, in my ears. Just And that was my tune-up, really, to get in, into a rhythm. Um, and then that was that. I didn't have the light system because, the, you know, you just can't take those things everywhere. But it was a good, um, that was good in training when I was there seeing him on occasion. But yeah, that, that sound file was really good to take everywhere with me. And that really was the basis of my putting preparation for a tournament. There'd be three minutes of that and they're just hitting a few and you could hit any length putt to that yeah. sound file. And that was me done, really. That was my, my warm up. Easy as that. Well, so I've got to say, Zed, you're probably the best putter I've ever played with. And how often do you practice your putting? I did. I, I practiced my putting in like 2006 <laughs> at this challenge tournament <laughs> in Manchester. <laughs> and uh, I just thought I had time and I thought I'm going to work on my putting. I saw everybody else, uh, else out on the green, you know, with the mirrors and all that sort of stuff. And I thought I'll, I'll do some of that. You know, I've just turned, been a pro for you know, a little while and, you know, you, you want to like... You want to make sure all, all parts of your game are, are, are ticking away. And I was out there for like a couple of hours. And I remember I remember Heath coming up to me and saying to me, you never really work on your putting, do you? I said, no, no. He goes, oh, that's interesting. And um, I went out the next day and I putted dreadful. <laughs> I just missed everything. And I, I remember just being so like, what has happened there? And, I, and then at the dinner that night, it was say like the third round. And I just, uh, I, I said, oh, I said to, to James, I was like, I just I putted rubbish today. And he went, that was the first time I've ever seen you practice your putting. He's like, can you do me a favour? I was like, go on then. He went, can you just never work on your putting ever again? And <laughs> I haven't really practised it. Yes, I go into, I'll go into the green and get a feel for it, um, you know, feel for the pace and that sort of stuff. But it's oddly enough, I feel like I know quite a lot about the golf swing. There's obviously there's loads more to learn and loads more in golf to, like, you know, to take in over the years. But putting is probably the one thing I wouldn't say I know least about. I also know the, the least amount of things, but maybe I just know the right things. I think things. you're quite naturally technical, sound. You're very technically sound with your putting. Well, so you maybe about it too much. Maybe, but I think I'm technically in an odd way. I'm technically sound because I don't work on it too much. And you never change your grip. So like, yeah, I was just about yeah. to say. I don't think I've ever seen you with a different grip. Not not no. the putter grip. Your your hands. And that, that grip. That. And oddly enough, that grip. Um, I got from when, when I was 18 or 19, we had England training up at Woodall Spa, where you would have been, Josh. And um, England training back in those days wasn't quite where it was today, where you get on all the fancy monitors and get the numbers. We had, like, the best players, like, in the country. You know, we had nine of us on this elite squad, and, they, and it was all government-funded and all this sort of stuff. And they and uh, our putting part of the weekend or training um, edition was to sit in this room, and the geezer wheeled in this TV and this VHS machine, <laughs> popped in a house wash video. 
And we just sat there and watched this video. And in that video, he, he talked about this grip and I just took that. So it's funny, all these thousands of pounds and special coaches are bringing now, I need to be go, go and get that video on, onto, not, not even onto DVD, is it? It's on some sort of hard drive somewhere. Yeah. And that was it. And I just kind of stuck with it. And then um, I guess from there, I tend not to change my technique or my grip. I'll, I'll change putters a little bit, like, a bit like you, Josh. Mm. That kind of freshens it up and gives you a new little honeymoon period. But it's, um, it's annoying. Especially yeah. when you're playing for money. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but so is like standing on the tee, hitting a good drive, and you hit it 40, 40 yards past us. That's also, also, I have it all, Josh. Yeah, yeah. come on. <laughs> so yeah, that's um, yeah, that's that's my putting putting journey, really. Yeah, yeah, that and a bit of Bob Rotella as well. You know, if anyone ever asked me to, what, what should you do? What's the best thing you can do about your putting? Like, to go and get that. Uh, you can get it on Spotify or somewhere. The um, Putting out your mind, with Dr. Yeah. Bob Rotella. He, I mean, that that is if you once you get your head into that mindset, then it, the rest of it kind of fits in. Because I think there's a bit too much, a bit too much technique goes into putting. I am interested in like um, the long putter thing. What's your views on the broom handle? Because obviously you've got outlawed anchoring, but now Pete and, it, and a few players like who um, Carl Peterson. Tim Clark, who are money golfers, and they like, Bernard Langer, yeah, Bernard Langer, who who were really good. But Tim Clark and Carl Pedersen were uh, really good, and when they banned it, they tried to go to the short putter, and we've not really seen them since. Whereas Bernard Langer is a good point because he just went, okay, I'm going to hold it an inch away from my chest, yeah. and he still wins, like you know, every other week. And now more and more players are now kind of going back to that. I mean, I'm not the one thing I can't get, I can't get my head around. I know what you guys think is that. No one's been penalised yet. I can't imagine. Not, there's not been one time where someone hasn't touched their chest on a putt somewhere. Like no one's called it on themselves of those putts. I don't know what. What do you guys think about the, the anchoring of putters and, and the long putters? I think there are there are way too other uh, way too many other elements to the game and putting itself for that to really be a big issue. Enough of an issue to bring in a rule to say, hey, look, everyone stop. And I don't think there were enough guys playing it. And benefiting from it, maybe like you said, there's a handful of guys. So I, for me, they're, they're a bigger fish to fry when you're looking at rules and the the game in general. Um, but yeah, so that that's my. I've but like you, I've never really looked too much it delved into the putting and you know, why he why is he doing it better than me? Is it is it the mm. you know the putter itself? So that's well, I James I James got a thought on this. I reckon I I actually haven't because like working in equipment my entire golf career from building up to before I left back to the John Letters days. Yeah, Sandown well, Park pre pre that when I was like <laughs> doing all the equipment at American Golf, mm-hmm. um, like long putters were hard to come by in stores anyway, let alone being left-handed. So I remember having a go once with a ping broom handle hut- putter, which is like 45 inches long. And I was like, fuck me, this is so heavy. Who'd ever put one of these in their bag and put it back? And it's heavy to carry it? around, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I was like, this thing's like a TV aerial. So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was so hard to sweep the wrong way around. I was like, no, nah, it's not for me, this. No, I haven't it. Josh? Um, I think it comes down to, like you say, you don't know if someone's doing it or not. Mm. So... Big thing in golf is integrity, isn't it? That are they actually yeah. doing it or not? So it's down to the player. I think I've, the, I it doesn't bother me on a like on, on a technical opinion. I, I relate it a little bit to uh, the claw grip. I can totally understand like up to eight feet how um, you know uh, that star would. You'd be very very repetitive, but when you get to forty feet, what I've, star? Can you do that again for us? <laughs> 
um, <laughs> but um, but I think when you're kind of you know was it like the farm and trigger just for finger. anyone that's listening to this he's <laughs> James makes a funny little finger movement to I, I just can't even comprehend it with two <laughs> fingers trying to sweep back and forth, oh, and I think, forth. I think he's, he's still swinging his fingers around <laughs> I think fortunately we were actually videoing this yeah so yeah. Uh, you'd be able just, to just for it. the people who are not fortunate yeah. enough to see it on video for those that are trying to learn how to do a broom handle I've just I given a really good enough. tip video <laughs> So, so have you have you tried have you tried a broom handle putter? I used a belly putter in a Spanish amateur. How was that experience? Oh, right. nah, did you make great. the cut? I did. Yeah, got the got through second round of the match play. Um, but yeah, I didn't putt good. Did, there, did Monty have a belly for a, a broom for a while and then move to belly putter? <laughs> I'm not sure if he. I'm not sure if he, he definitely had a belly. I'm not sure if he um, had a had a broom handle. Oh, okay, I thought he did. For I a don't while. remember Monty ever using a broom handle. He was very good with a belly putter, wasn't he? He was very, yeah, he was very good with a belly putter. He's, I think he was actually quite good with most putters. He, yeah. he wasn't seen as a good putter, but he held time after time. He held putts in the right. Remember cup. that Ryder Cup with a belly putter, the Odyssey one. He was a joke with. Yeah, he was. He was good, wasn't he? I actually tried a, a long putter for a little for a few events, and it was oh, it's, it's so easy. Really? Yeah, just I just thought I'd try it out, see what it's like. <laughs> Honestly, you literally like Heath would not just, have been happy with yeah. it. Just bored of being a great like, putter. Yeah, I just used it for a couple of weeks, and like you just take the putter back, and then you just you can almost let it go, and it just falls like perfect. And you just strike the putt so well, and you actually hit putts which um, every now and again you think, oh, did I get that one? And the ball just goes right in the middle of the hole. And it's almost it is. I think it's. A, I'm not going to say it's cheating. It's not cheating because it's well within the rules. But I think. That needs to go. I think I remember that. Um, <laughs> did you have an Odyssey um, uh, broom handle putter when you were your contract player before? What it was, it was a really long belly putter, which I kind of used as a yeah. broom handle. So it wasn't a real broom handle, I but remember like, your, I used it like a broom handle. I remember uh, being at Burr Hill, we just played like an eight ball, I think, like or two four balls, uh, nine holes. You were there, Mark, and in the back of his scooby. You have to be careful because we won't be allowed back at Burr Hill ever <laughs> yeah, again. Yeah. But it's we just played our, like one of our nine hole money games, like um, all the old boys. And in the back of your Scooby, I reckon you had 15 putters, all an inch different in length, from about 34 inches up to 45. You must be. You can. I bet you couldn't deal with that. All no, because none of them were left-handed. Not so conforming. <laughs> so what's your what's your view Point on it? it? I just think that like, I, I I just don't like the fact that nobody's been penalised. At some point, somebody, since the new rules come out, someone touched their chest or anchored it by accident, not on purpose, and no one's been penalised. I just can't see that being. I can't see that being true. Baggy shirt. Exactly, Baggy shirt. yeah. Like, like you're wearing today, that you'll be all right, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> you'd be all over that. Oversized. So, okay, so another slightly, well, not necessarily contentious. I think everyone's kind of moving on from it a bit now, but I think it's worth talking about this new series in golf, the Live, mm. live Golf. You know, they've come in, they've, like, obviously thrown a bunch of cash at it. More and more top players are moving over. I mean, I've got some thoughts on it. Um, but yeah, what's what 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 do you th- okay? The first part being, what do you think about the actual original concept? And then we've had one event. What did you think of that one event? I've moved on um, from our first. <laughs> moved on from it now. He's moved on. Yeah. I've moved on from our first <laughs> podcast where I had an opinion. I, I'm starting to warm to it a bit more now. Um, 
I think they're just starting to attract more and more players to justify the 48-man fields now starting to look really, really interesting. Obviously, they signed Carlos Ortiz um, and Matt Wolf this week. Big signing, yeah. Ortiz, yep. Well, he's really trending in the right direction, isn't he? Yeah, there's a few South Americans that have, like, are going in a good direction and they're young guys. Mm. Yeah, so um, it'll be interesting to see how they get on and how well they've received at the States this week. Um, so, yeah, for their second event. So, But it's starting to... I, th- I think this is going to continue to evolve, right? TV channel's going to come in. But then some people like the fact it's hosted online. There's no there's no breaks. What Most people's bugbearer from... It's free on YouTube, isn't it? It's great. Sky, it's like there's an ad break every 10 minutes. Mm. So... Yeah, you but know. you get to listen to me, so exactly. <laughs> so you're so you're for it. I, I, it's doing something. It's definitely making a change, uh, and I'm I'm always um, I'm always keen to see. And then do you like the what do you think go. of the format? Um, I think that's going to really come into its own. I'm a big cricket fan as well. I, I liked when the IPL came in the franchise model, and Mark, you're a big cricket guy as well. Like the selection of the players and the auction and stuff. There's there's a lot of excitement that will come from that. So I think when they get to 2024 and that starts to become a real thing, I think that'll be a really really cool addition. Um, but the format around um, the team side of it. It's I don't know. I, w- I thought they would have played in their team groups and stuff, so they've been geeing each other along, which would have been cool content. Um, but yeah, I think the format's good. Well, maybe at least start in their team groups, and, yeah. then, and then what then peel off, evolve into leaderboard for the yeah. final round, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah no, that's a good shout. That I'm not. I've not actually heard that one. That, that would be actually be pretty decent. That could could happen. Well, Mark, where are you at with the? With the I'm with James. Series? I'm I'm for it. I think. Um, it's good for golf. I think it's stirring things up on all the other tours. Um, it's asking the right questions. Uh, and I think the, they haven't got the format right necessarily at the minute, but this is early doors, isn't it? And they're, provided they're flexible enough to say, well, look, we're going to introduce this, take this out, et cetera, et cetera, and it just evolve as time goes on. Um, I think it's going to be brilliant. Um, whether or not it stays as live on its own, um, or evolves into something uh, bigger. Uh, Do you know something? I, I think. Well, yeah, I, I'm. I can't see how it's not going to go that direction. The direction we've been speaking about. But so um, what? To what, what do you think that will be? What it would uh, join with somebody? I think. I think the DP World Tour has to um, align with Live. But didn't they, they recently announce that? Obviously, they find their players that played in it that they went and played in the BMW. So I'm. I actually think the opposite. I think DP World Tour might end up finding an alignment with the PGA Tour. And the PGA Tour might try and acquire DP and then make them abide by their bylaws. And then it's like they've, they've got to push everyone from Lyft I, to Asia or something yeah, like that. And I, I don't think that will be good for the game. I think, uh, listen, I, I don't really know. I, I think that if Liv and DP align, that will, you've got the PGA Tour and that together. I think golf over the next five, ten years, is, it becomes really exciting because one will push the other. I think there's, if... Live has to live on its own, and DP World will just uh, the DP Tour. Sorry, will will just. I I don't know how it can survive with the amount of money that's going into Live and the, the attention that other players are giving it now. New players want to be involved, and if it does go, event goes from strength to strength. That will be the focus point. I think, unfortunately, the U, what was the European But that's going to be heavily backed by players' world ranking to give the live world ranking points, right? So there's only so many people that can play in a 48 man field. Yeah. Um, so I don't think it will. I don't think it will really crush or crumble the DP World Tour. But I think it won't. It, it will, I don't know how it will. Strength, I don't know how the DP World Tour moves on from the position it's in, and it's not necessarily in a strong position. It, it, obviously, it's my my, mm. my opinion. I 
ultimately I think Liv is great and I like the direction that they're trying to push golf um, and the reaction that the PGA Tour have had, etc. It, it's exciting, I think, if you have that hat on. But if you're a traditionalist and you want to consume your golf in the in a way you have done for the last decade, it probably doesn't seem like such a, a good thing. But, you know, I've been out of the game for a little bit and I'm coming back in and this, this is interesting to mm. me. And as we've discussed in previous podcasts, the, they're sort of using the Liberty Media Formula One model. And that has completely, trans, uh, for me, has changed... Formula One for the better, and I can I can see how this could work in golf, and I'm a big fan of what's come with Formula One, and they're sort of three or four years down the line. Mm. If something similar happens for in golf, with what Liver trying to do, and other tours kind of work with it or support it, however it will work out, I think golf will be better for it. But again, my my opinions are my own. I like it, Josh. Where are you where are you at on the on the Live Golf? I, I love the party vibe. Of it and everything like that. Nothing to do with the golf part of it, like the social part of it. Hundred percent. But the the only thing I'm worried about is the Ryder Cup. I love the Ryder Cup. Yeah. And I think that's. uh, And I was just thinking, actually, like, you don't want to lose the heritage of the Ryder Cup because it's great. But if you had, if you had the live and the DP world align, it would be pretty cool to have a tour versus tour Ryder Cup. And also, what you're gonna the world if these things. But you won't get the real Ryder Cup, will you? You won't get because it's not history. But the world golf ranking, if, if they will have to, if these players are moving over to live. Uh, the, the way the world golf ranking will have to acknowledge that there has been a shift if the world's best players are moving. Mo- that's the question, arguably, is it? They're not necessarily guaranteed to get world ranking points. No, yeah. but would the world ranking organisation have to think, well, hang on, you've got what were the best players in the world mm. now no longer supported by our system? Do we have to look at how we divvy out the points, et cetera, et cetera? And then, you know, the Ryder Cup doesn't have to die necessarily. At the, the way we view it now, it looks pretty, you know, like it so would be but depleted. Then the, but the Ryder Cup is, is, a tour, is a tour versus tour event, yeah. isn't it? It's PGA yeah. Tour versus the, what was the European how, Tour? How does the tour. world ranking points work? What organisation is that? Is that like RNA? What, what is that? So the world rankings is, is a standalone organisation which is run out of Wentworth in Surrey, weirdly enough. Okay. And it's and so then all the tours then have to be aligned with and affiliate to to the, the the world ranking. And if a new tour comes in, they normally have to be kind of forwarded by another tour. Right. So you would imagine the Live Tour will probably get some help from the Asian Tour because that's the, maybe the way they've gone. But it's not guaranteed. They still put it forwards and then they have to make a case and then they decide whether they want to whether they want to bring them in. As such and then you know you've obviously got the other tours that are probably going to oppose it so but they should get it you know yeah technically after the third event so. they'd start boasting stronger fields than dp world tour events so they'd, they'd have a they'd have a conversation about saying that we should at least demand the same ranking points they get good yeah, i mean that's that's when ranking. i think the dp world tour comes to the, that's like what we're saying there's a there's a struggle of power isn't there one thing i found quite interesting zed was i think the tour are being uh, a little bit mischievous in regards to... I, I thought the US Open, they'd start saying to players, you can't play. Which um, tour? Well, well, technically the PGA Tour, but obviously all the majors are obviously very individual, like, you know, the US PGA, then the US Open, and then which qualify for. But I feel like they're waiting for the Masters, which is a pure invitational, to, like, lay the law down for them, um, because obviously Augusta is Augusta. And about not letting live players play in the event, if they're going to do that or not. But I think if live players think that they can play the four majors, um, I think then we'll see a massive swing towards that tour, with certainly with the money on offer. 
Yeah, I mean, can only agree with that. If if they can play all the majors, because essentially all these players and and the players that are getting paid the biggest money, their real want now is to have their record is gone done on their on their major record. Not necessarily. Yeah, it's nice to obviously it's great and nice to rack up all the PGA Tour wins, but essentially that's to, to fill the coffers really and fill the bank. Now that's been taken care of elsewhere. Beyond that, you're only a really great player, or you're judged on how many majors you've mm. won. It's not so much like world ranking even, is it? Majors are more important. Mm. Certainly not um, order of merit wins. We've spoken about Monty before. If it's seven, he probably would trade all of them for one major. Um, so I think you're right. I, th- I think it would come down to if they can play all the majors, still compete there, try and add one of them to the cabinet and get a significant check and be part of this new movement. I think they'd, I think they'd go. So it's pretty safe to say... Josh, Mark, James, if you were in all in a spot now, you know, kind of starting out your pro career yes. and where you would want to go, <laughs> yes, you would all sign for live. Right that, that, uh, now, that knowing that you might not, you might not be able to ever play a Masters. So, so you're, you, you're on your way. You're basically at a point where you can go into e- any of the tours, so you qualify for all the tours. And then you're going to say, like, so right now, we don't know whether you're going to next year be able to play in the Open Championship, next, ever be able to play in the Masters, for instance you would still go to the Olympics. Hopefully they do a Texas Scramble event and somebody picks me. <laughs> well, on today's performance, a bit of work to do. They'll get two good shots out of me. Yeah. <laughs> so in an 18-hole competition, that's that's six shots. That's valuable. Yeah. I, th- I think if I, if I knew I was guaranteed to play in the Masters for a few years... But, if you, uh, but right now, that, that's not guaranteed, is it? So right now, so you, then you've been I would now, go where live. would you go? I'd go live. you still go live? Yeah. What, even though you don't know? Yeah, if you don't know... But I'm guaranteed. I know I'm going to get a, a few mil in the bank with Liv. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Mark, where are you at with this? It, two hats, really. I mean, if you're if you're viewing it as your it's your job, and you want to take care of your family, like it's consistently been said in all these interviews, I think you can't go. You can't look past it. You have to go with that because, as you say, in golf, nothing is guaranteed. But this is pretty much a guarantee. Mm-hmm. It's a. It's just a completely new way of earning a living through golf for these, especially for the young guys that are coming in. You've got the the um, world number two amateur that's just signed, hasn't yeah. he? For him, I mean, what a start. And he's probably more the type of guy who'd be asking that question, wouldn't you? Because in theory, he's a guy that could be playing the next with. 10 years yeah. on, on all the, uh, the, in the masters, the majors, etc. So he maybe he loses out on on the historic sort of stuff like that but ultimately he's guaranteed however many millions and he gets to live a lovely lifestyle where in in two years down the line he might get an injury and all those sort of you know so a bit like the uh, that did well this week which we kind of skittered over and forgot to mention michael with bjornson yeah Thiel bjornson who is 20 years old, sophomore at college, and he's played four PJ Tour events. He's played in two US Opens. One as a 17-year-old, made the cut at, I think it was at Pebble. And then he's played a PJ Tour event since, made the cut. Then he played the US Open just recently that fits his one at, uh, at the Country Club at Brookline. Made, made the cut. Made the cut. Yeah. And then he's played the Travelers Championship this week. And he's... Finished fourth, right? He was right in the mix. Like yeah. he, he looked like one of the best players down the stretch, right? So he's, he's, that, he's that guy. And he, you're thinking, you know, we I watched that last round and you're getting excited about this young lad coming through. You're thinking every now and again a player comes through and you think he could be a major winner. There's yeah. a, lot, a good, lot of good players coming through. You think, yeah, he could get on tour and he could make a good living. But someone like him, you're thinking, he's not the star. Like you, you watch him do the interview afterwards and you're thinking, he's ready now. Mm. And, th- and that doesn't happen very often. That happened with Sergio. That happened with Rory. 
Adam Scott was that like that. He's there. So if you're that lad, are you still you still going to live? Just going to go, I'll I tell you what, I'll, I'll take 100 mil and I'm, I'm done. I think it's a much harder decision to make for someone like that, for sure. And, you know, and, and then to add to this, to add, and add to this, which I think some of the players are going to have issues with, is that, like, are they going to be as up for it? Because mm. they've got the money in the bank now. Yeah. So you're going out and all of a sudden now it's a job because you've got to do all your media stuff. And I'm getting money anyway and I'm just wandering around Centurion. Oh, you know, I'm kind of... I'm, 15th what's the, you know that just has a yeah but as a being do you do you really get up and out the, out of bed to go and be competitive and get the juices flowing the thing that motivates me um more about it would be if i didn't think that i was really competitive um in um in the uh in in the pga tour field or whatever 48 man field now after watching the first event you always know when you're with your coach that like your best week is always good enough right but it's this the it's the B, C, and D games. So, if you're, um, if you have your best week in a 48-man field, like you know, you'll you'll win. And if you win, it's five million bucks, right? So, yeah. we get some notes here. DP World Tour, and is this an, is this an announcement now? Is it okay? So, a bit of information. DP World Tour and the PJ Tour have moved to significantly strengthen not only their existing alliance but have also helped to let develop players to compete at the pinnacle of men's professional golf by unveiling a groundbreaking new 13-year operational joint venture partnership. James, let's throw it to you because that's a lot of words that you would use in your day-to-day <laughs> life. Well, that, I what think are you that, saying about that? I think that pretty much makes me Charles Xavier of the X-Men minus the wheelchair. Because so, <laughs> I was like, I, I telekinetic that information. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I saw it going in that direction. I, I think. So from this point forward, you're known as Charles. Charles, I like that. Charles, yeah, only Charles, not Charlie, right? Um, I, I, I personally think the way in which Chuck. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Chuck. Quite like that. Um, I, I, I just, I just saw that happening. Honestly, I, I thought, I thought from. <laughs> I've said that to you before, haven't you? When we've been chatting about WhatsApps and stuff what like about that. Mystic Meg, what about that. Mystic Meg <laughs> in the sun. Yeah, exactly. So 13 years as well, so it's a long... That's a long time. A long partnership. Mystic Meg. He's thinking about it. He, he used to read it. them. Get out in your golf I bag. I my wife with a postman. What shall I do? <laughs> Get a divorce. Thanks, Mystic Meg. <laughs> I, I'm not sure I love that um, announcement. I'm just going to go out there and say it. I'm so, not sure that so that is a good thing for golf. Just real quick, even, even without that, I reckon if I was that Dolbyonson lad... I'd right now would be with calling Rory and saying, do you want to go play practice round next week? I'll be on his side. I just think that I'm not saying I understand why all the guys have go to everyone that's gone to live. Everyone's got their own reasons, not against it. But I just think being that lad, I mean, you're thinking, you, you know, that all the reasons you play golf, he's going to make plenty of money. He's going to have enough money to do everything he's ever wanted mm. to do. I just think that at some point there's going to be a motivating factor. There's an excitement about. Yeah about being a PJ Tour player and... The heritage of the game. Being in the chat yeah, for the what majors. you grew up on. Yeah. And I think also, like, what all of these cash talks and signing on bonuses, these guys are still playing for life-changing money if they if they make it in the on the DP world even. Um, you know, you look at Thomas Pete, he's already earned 2 million euros this year on the DP World Tour. Um, and, and the guys on the PGA Tour into the sort of four, five, six, seven millions this season. So it's still huge amounts of cash, right? Um, 
if they have a successful run on the circuit. And I think the exciting thing about that from being someone who grew up watching the European Tour is I think if I was a Euro Pro player or a Challenge Tour player or someone starting my journey now trying to work my way up, I'd be really excited by that announcement. Mm. That's only going to add more money and I think more investment and more um, and, and more attention to the... Um, affiliate tours that filter into the DP and the PGA, so I think it's good. So, so if you're the Bjornsson, where are you going? I'd stay where I am right You'd now. Stay. I'd, I'd turn and you I'd turn pro. Go. So it's a perfect well, split. Then we're in a perfect split of like we've got live versus the rest of the world. We can have our so own ride. We'll have this as a series going it's on. It's hard. If it, oh, I, oh no, he's backing yeah, up. He's backing no, up. If you knew the deals, you need to know the deals that have been handed. You to need a deal. I want to do a deal. You're still you got to make a decision today. What are you saying? Do a deal, Josh. What's the deals? <laughs> you, you, like, you can go and get the big money from the live, or you can come to the PJ Tour and going down the route we, we know. I'll go live for the dough. <laughs> <laughs> and Mark, still live for the dough? Well, no, in his, uh, no, in his, in my, let's say someone of, when I was playing, I would, I would go because I, I know that that would be a, it would be a money grab to make sure that we were okay. My family was okay, et cetera, et cetera. Cause I, and you're a player who, to, you're a player who was rife of injries, right? So you, you, you know, yeah, now. I, I kind of look, and also I was not, I wasn't a prolific player. I wasn't that guy that I knew pretty early on. That we're talking about if you're Phil Bjornsson, who's like, who's, a prolific yeah, plan got for him about for him, him i would i would be sticking on the pga tour route because i think you're right i think yeah. that he uh, no I, I think that he is chasing down records and there are only a few players uh, they say there's one or two players every decade that come around that are like that and you you like you're Jordan saying Steve guy, you he? you have he needs the motivation of chasing down the records of the guys that came before him mm-hmm. because that's what got him to that point but i think for the majority of the PGA Tour fields, the DP World Tour fields, live is a good option. And I will just ca- I will just say on the side, I I think that live could have um, had its own place amongst both tours. Yes, yeah, I agree. And I think the mistake I think the mistake here is that two of the the two big boys have have come together when they didn't and to knock out a third player when that that didn't need to happen I don't think I think they could have all lived together um, pardon the live pun. yeah together. sorry <laughs> that that's where I kind of stand on that overview going to come back in brand it up next time we're in yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah so it is, but, but the other side to it like I guess like what Josh touched on is that I do like what Liver do in terms yeah. of like kind of changing golf I think the the four round format it's getting a bit boring now yeah. like that Stale. I think you could you could keep that for majors where that's been but I think the rest of it could does need changing up a little bit and then the other part which i do think is wrong at the top of the game is that you could get to the pinnacle of the game of golf be be part of an a-list sport and be on tour and you could lose money it doesn't make any sense that, that there's so much money at the top that the guy that when you get on tour say look here's a you get you're here so you get 100 grand 150 grand and then on you go it just i, I think that's that that's what doesn't resonate i mean i can't understand how that's not a thing because because there's so much money at the other end i just think i think yeah you do the, the making cuts thing i get all that part of it but it just that's the part of golf that needs to change which i think live have done well yeah i, I agree well, because it's 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 the only real sport out there that's entirely self-employed yeah exactly and then which then brings in the chat of like you know uh, when uh, the tours and final band players, I just think you're kind of taking both sides of the argument here. You're, you're kind of saying you're self-employed, so you've got to get yourself there, and then you're saying, "I'll oh, beat you go elsewhere. We're going to find you like you, well, like we employ you." I think, 
you can't. I don't think you have both sides of the argument. Well, they pretty much find them there. Um, that you know what the minimum amount of what they would have earned from that event was, right? Yeah, so they came right. out of it kind of. And it seems to come be coming out now that that that's going to be covered by the live organisation. Yeah. But I think before then, what's going to happen is there's going to be a legal battle, yeah. and then we'll see where. I thought that announcement about European tour with the BMW was like that's when I thought they are definitely the PJ have pushed that on them, and then mm. the. And then subsequently that announcement, obviously we'll see how that materialises. Yeah. But yeah, but the, interesting. It has really ramped up, hasn't it? It's been some world class players signing the crosses. Mm. That, that that those fields are getting stronger and stronger. So they haven't got a top ten player yet, have they? They haven't no. got a player in the top ten yet. They're all top fifteen. Is that right? I think nineteen's lit the top. Is it, is it Brooks is nineteen, eighteen? Yeah, but they got DJ and he's a baller, so yeah, he, he's there, isn't he? Yeah, he's there. I just well, want to go fishing more often. <laughs> <laughs> that was some interview, wasn't it? <laughs> Take nine figures and just talk about fishing. Unbelievable. What's the biggest carp you caught, DJ, with your nine-figure check? <laughs> but it'll be interesting to see how, how the, the one in the States pans out this week, the second event. We'll yeah. see where that goes. Especially off the back of this news. Yeah, off the back of this news. Um, yeah, so that kind of moves us into our next uh, section. So we're going to kind of wrap up a little bit, but a couple of th- things to head on. We're going to introduce a, a little new section to the show, which is the Heads Gone. And this can be heads gone from what happened today on the golf course, or it can be what's happened in golf recently. What's um? Anyone got any anyone's for us? Well, my head's just recently gone, isn't it? In our little challenge. I think that's what we 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 should go to. That that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> just going to go there. We're not. So we're going to bypass Lexi having a meltdown. They're going to p- bypass Tahith Tagala, who should have won the PJ yeah. Tour event, left and then knifed it into the trap, left it in there. Oh, you've got a feel for him, yeah, haven't you? I, I was only earlier. watching that that PJ Tour event for him. I was lucky enough to be out in Phoenix and, and watch him play, and I, I had a real soft spot for him. I think he's a great guy, really genuine, and I just feel like... Yeah, he's cool, isn't he? He's, he's a really a real cool. cool guy. I'm not sure if this has come from the audio, but we've got a bit of 50 cent blaring out. <laughs> a bit of background noise. Yeah. I think they're having a, a South End rally in the, in the car park in yeah. Surrey. Yeah. Someone's going to start doing donuts in their Scooby. I like yeah. it. So, we, so we've had oh, a few options. Gone. We've got a few options this week. I would have gone for Tagala, but are we just going to head straight to Mark's? Yeah, because it was like Mark's for so such fun. a good player, that was a that, that was a bad shot. It was a, it, it, yeah. I, I have no argument. I've got so many toilet picks on my phone. Yeah, that was the worrying <laughs> thing. Yeah. So uh, for our first kind of on-course vlog, we did a Texas scramble, and then at the end we had a, a short par three, 156 yards. It was less. It was yards. less. It was 136 yards. 136. Big win though. Short of all time. Yeah. Bit into the breeze, and uh, we had nearest to the pin, and we had uh, the whoever the closest got to choose photo from whoever whoever hits it the furthest away you get to choose a photo to post on their instagram yeah from their camera roll from their from from their camera roll um and as it turned out i hit a shot in close which we're going to see on the film and mark talk us through the shot mark let's let's well i was 136 par three pin middle of the green a little into the breeze pretty easy pin so james fourth person to go or third person no i think it was third person to go. so james went first james james jumped up first and was like tell you what while everyone's chatting no one's looking he's gonna get up and hit his shot so he didn't get bantered how lovely (laughs) little 20 footer how happy with that 
20 feet? Yeah, it was 20 Ooh. feet. It was eight paces. Oh, so. Big paces. <laughs> big, big paces. Yeah. Strides. <laughs> Striding. No, it, was a good, it was a good shot. I had plenty of swooping left to right, as if you know James. And we, you know, we take a part of our diversity boxes. We've got a left-hander, and it, so it's swinging left right. Big old draw. <laughs> I bet that's racist. Came, came in. Um, we're including you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so he's on the green. That's great. So he, he got it in there. Then, um, then did I go next? You went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then and you stiffed it to be. I thought it was in actually. Yeah. Then I, I, I just, I, I How got close in. was it? Oh, it was, it was close enough. It was a gimme. It was a gimme. Yeah, it was, it was, it was yeah. a couple of feet. It was, it was a pick it up job, um, which I'm really pleased with. And then Mark then stepped up to the plate. Yeah. Uh, already before you'd hit both of your shots, I was in between clubs. Uh, and the breeze and dropped. What, what was the club? I, I, I hit knockdown eight times. Yeah, so I, I, was, I had that in my hand. I, 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 I. Yeah, yeah, I had that in my hand. 20 feet. 20 feet. Uh, and the wind Big dropped places. slightly. So then I was like, oh, God, do I, get, do I go down and hit it further? So, so, so you've had indecision. So how are you feeling before you go and hit the shot? Are you feeling nervous? Uh, I'm aware of the situation that I'm in now. Okay. Uh, I, I, was, I was nervous. I was nervous hitting that shot. I had to really knuckle down. Really? Oh, yeah, of course I was, yeah. Uh, I was all right because I didn't have I don't have Instagram, so I was like, "Yeah, all right, I'd step up, <laughs> <laughs> and you'll all work it out afterwards." Yeah, so I was aware of the situation that I found myself in, and the the fact that I haven't really had many reps to rely on at that point. I was I was feeling pretty you vulnerable. Probably played the least golf out of all of us. Yeah, I would <laughs> say so. Uh, so feeling pretty vulnerable about my position, and I, and I just hadn't made the right decision, and I almost knew it before I pulled the trigger, and then the shot that followed uh, really... As you were taking it away, were you thinking this is not the right decision? <laughs> no, <laughs> as I was taking it no. away, I was like, this is... this is Why isn't Caddy Mark telling me to stop? Oh, yeah, basically. <laughs> as, as I took the club away, I was like, yeah, this club is nowhere near where it needs to be, and then it just... Yeah. Was there any... Hosel involved in no hosel no no no, no. no. it was just fans. a total detail just the club, the right. yeah the club was miles behind me and I just didn't body didn't come through and that just was just a bit it. floaty wasn't it yeah it was it was um it was a guff shot it come down short so the bunk on the right went right to the, right of the trap ages yeah we say guff all the time Zed I've started yeah, to bring it back James's in word, yeah. <laughs> that's definitely James's word so yeah it, in fairness to me it, it travelled about 128 yards to the right yeah right firm ground so yeah. it bumbled up to pin yeah. high mega chip by the way and I did I offered up the scenario of look if I chip this in can I get myself out of trouble and funny yeah, there was no takers no takers <laughs> had a proper look as well didn't yeah, it he had a proper look and I, and I did actually make part so I, I feel uh, I feel like I salvaged something from the situation but yeah. I still am the loser in terms and then, of and then Josh stepped up and you, you were quite comfortable at that point he hit a bladey draw we, yeah. try, we tried to throw some shade in your direction Blade Lady draw. Lady draw. <laughs> Have a nibble on that. <laughs> wow. Jump, jump. Yeah, yeah. jump, jump. I don't know. So that takes us to where we are now, which is um, I'm going to choose a picture from your camera roll to post on your Instagram. Yeah. Um, the the only thing I have, I think, in my favour is that you might just get bored because there are so many pictures of the house renovation on there. Best thing to do, though, is scroll all the way back to the start, isn't it? Because yeah. everyone who's had an iPhone what, got photos from, like, 2011. There'll definitely be something with his big one curly the, hair. One like. of the first pictures, one of the first pictures is the R2 um, cars back back in the, the, the two really? Subarus. Yeah. Right, then they could have it. <laughs> I hope there's a DJ picture from uh, from Hounslow. Sure that's what one of the first pictures. <laughs> is. So we're gonna, it's going to go on your story uh, you can today. Some point, yeah. And then we'll repost it onto the uh, onto the Bear Tiger Instagram feed. I oh, got some nice pictures on the bike. Yeah. Straight on his Tinder yeah. or Grinder, whichever one you like. He's a married man. He doesn't do that sort of Both. stuff. <laughs> 
Pinder. What else have we got here on the bike? Kill like Renault. Renault. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of artwork. Golf course. Oh, was it? Is it oh, yeah. the credit card there. <laughs> <laughs> that could but be a good one. Oh yeah, that could be dreadful. <laughs> Although fortunately, I think that one has expired. Fortunately, you can't do front and back. No yeah. one would ever save that. In the, imagine doing a layout, and you do front and back in one well, image. Recently, my debit card, uh, Royal Bank of Scotland, they've, they've got. Oh, you got the three digits the on the back as well. Yeah, you got ah. everything on the back of the card, which I find odd. Okay. Anyway, we're deep in here. Oh, there's a, there's a picture of you and Gary deep Player in. here. Yeah, yeah. There's a picture of me and Getty deep into his phone. Yeah, there's one. Oh my! <laughs> one oh my! Yeah, that's yeah. Really yeah. Nice, right. <laughs> Is that is that the yes, one? Yes, that's the one. Is that's it, isn't it? That. That's the one. That was. It. I, I mean, tried I'm, to start I'm the Joe Wicks. That that picture is when I tried to start the Joe Wicks thing, where you take a picture every week. I'm yeah, quite a nice guy. I do, I do feel bad for it, but I think that's going to be. I take me. that. I take that right now. <laughs> oh, that ooh. means there's plenty in there. <sighs> Mate, where's these toilet pics? I think he's doing rape my poo or something in lockdown. <laughs> well, to be honest, most of them are BBs. Not a car Actually, most of them. I, th- I should say all of them. Lots Can of car pictures. Like. Pictures of your lovely wife. Oh, that's dreadful, isn't it? That is a thing as well when you have got kids, like, and you, you like, you say I'm it's having a, a shit day. You send a picture of your baby's nappy front to your wife back. without shopping. Oh, uh, oh I've got. This is what I'm dealing front. with. How's They've got to be front. Front. How's Just Karen because, you know what? I, I really like the picture, and we will obviously everyone will see it because it really captures. Mark in his white pants. In great you shape. Know, you can see, you can see his old boy, and then just the, the the big hair. And that's almost everything that he's about uh, on his head. Yeah, yeah, that is. Uh, please post that to your story. I will never lose another challenge again. Please post that to your story and forward it to us to post on the. Yeah. I've got the a bit of scoliosis going on there as well, actually. Anyway. There we go. There we go. Do oh, you want me to post it now? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Live. What, do we Live have to postage. do like a I lost the par three oh, challenge? Like screenshot it. It's almost just funny to just post a random picture like that. And he's got to deal with all, all the backlash. And what, what have you posted that uh, for? Let's post it. I'll post it while you're, if you're. Oh, right. So there's no comment. No, just, you, just you take. You're going to do the caption. Uh, I'm going to do the caption for the, the bear tiger. Yeah. The bear tiger. Yeah. Because that, that's going to have to be explained, otherwise we just start up a new project and we just post some geezers in, in their pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where is it? Like it. There's one there. Good there, we go. there it is. There it is. I look like a convict. <laughs> there we go. So Josh is just Josh is cropping. In. Yeah. <laughs> Next. No filter or leave it? Is it? <laughs> No filter. No, no filter. Is that, no filter. Is that, that could be the so caption? What, what's the caption? That's a post. No that's filter. Not, that's, just not, that's not even a story. You're making that a post. I thought it was a story. Yeah. But I thought it was a post. You're going to do a post. <sighs> that's oh, that really brutal. I thought it was a post. Story. Story. Okay, we're storying it. We've been the told. best thing about this, Mark, is that now we've played this game for the first time, we can all go home and spend about eight hours on our camera rolls as well. So. <laughs> Deleting. Yeah. So it's just working through now. Oh, you've only got just photos of your son in a Superman outfit on your phone. Dreadful. It's got all the way back to the beginning. It was all the way at the front. God, this is painful. Why don't you screenshot it? Save it to the latest camera roll. Uh, Honestly, that would probably take me longer. There she is. He's even got the back to match. You could do a layout. That works. That works. Okay. No comment, just straight on your story. (laughs) (laughs) Done. There we go. It's done. done. Well done, Mark. Little. Oh, good. No, I'm game. I'm game. You've got to be in it to win it, haven't you? That's so proper, there will be some comeback. That's there proper White Breeze and Cumberland there. Yeah. That's all right. As well. there's, there's going to be one. You can't zoom on a story, can you? <laughs> no, but you no. can screenshot and zoom in. Oh. That's what I do. 
Yeah, you could have left that, James. You could have left yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Secret Instagram account. <laughs> Chipolata to Cumberland. Yeah. There you go. Get on that. <laughs> you I, go. Thought, I thought you didn't have Instagram. Oh, I've got a couple of secret nudges, haven't I? Um. <laughs> of course, yes. <laughs> Little stalker. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, probably an honor, honourable mention is going to be, I'm going to post a small video later uh, at Instagram, which James will see from his uh, secret... Uh, Instagram Nudge. account only if you uh, only if you it's post called, it because it's called I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna post it and Nicole follows on the, the head's gone and uh, yeah Nicole can report back she'll report here we go but that's been a lot of fun guys chatting about many different subjects lots of good points lots of fun points and uh, I look forward to doing it all again very very soon cheers boys cheers, cheers. Yeah, thank you cheers, boys. thank you thank you very much thank you <laughs>